What's up, everybody? It's the Impact Motivator C.L. King. We're here in the house. Telling Zoom we got it. And we're going to make sure everybody out there can, can see this. So we're going to change the privacy. That's something that Zoom defaults to the friends of friends. We're going to make it public so that everybody out there can join in with us at any given time it doesn't have to be right now and that's why we don't wait around for begging people to come into the room we put the content out there and you consume it at your own time so tonight i want to talk to you just for a few moments let me fix that just a bit we want a little bit of we want a little bit of house sound in there give us a little more <clears throat> i want to talk to you tonight a, a little a bit about the journey that we've been on relative to the stay free campaign understand this that stay free is a movement that we've created <clears throat> that started in the in the jail it actually started in the jail and i asked one resident i said listen what do you have to do what's your purpose in life when you get out of here and he said man it's just to stay free and when i heard that i said man you know what if we can master the stay free concept everything else is going to be gravy. And so I'm coming to you tonight to tell you about the R in the Stay Free campaign because we're dealing with F-R-E-E. -E. I'll come back some other time and give you the F words that we deal with in Stay Free. But the R is very important because, listen, it, it's not just about if you're incarcerated, can you stay free? It's not just about if you have been apprehended by the law enforcement can you stay free but the stay free movement goes it transcends so many different dichotomies and so many different areas in life that you don't have to be locked up to understand that it's important that you stay free the r the first word that you have to have to understand and that you have to apply to your life is restoration restoration is powerful restoration symbolizes something that was of an older state that was in a state of disrepair and you took it and you restored it to a value greater than when it was first created i talked to the gentleman about a 57 chevy you know, a 57 Chevy might have been five to six, seven thousand dollars back when it came out. But today, a 57 Chevy, if you're not taking care of it, it could be worth nothing. And so when people look at restoration, they look at it like, okay, so what does that truly mean? It truly means that you put the effort, energy, and endurance into something and make it more valuable than when it was first created. That's called restoration. Restoration is powerful in the natural. Restoration, restoration is powerful in the church. Restoration is powerful in business. Restoration is powerful in life. <clears throat> and when we look at restoration, we understand this one thing, that it takes the value of something that once was and elevated to, elevates the value to something greater than it ever has been. And so when I talk to people about, you know, the R word, the R word, the rest, 
restorative power, not only of God, but the restorative power of mankind. Every time you take a breath in, that's restoration. Did you know that? Every time you breathe in, you're, you're adding value to your life. And so the first R word that we're going to deal with tonight, I just want to give this out because a lot of people don't get to come behind the scenes and see what we do or hear what we do. It, it, it's just because of the, the, the time zone that you're in or the life that you're living. You're not looking, waiting for the moment that CL King goes live. And I'm happy about that. That's why I don't expect people when I go live, I don't sit around and wait for them to come on. I'm just like, hey, look, if you come on, great. If you don't, we're still going to put the content out and you can catch it whenever you catch it. Now, another R word that we talked about is resilience. You know, we got to teach that to this next generation. We got to teach that to our young people. We got to teach that to our kids that when you fall down, it's not the time to stay down. Falling down doesn't mean you're totally dismembered or you're disenfranchised or you're no longer valuable or you no longer have a purpose. Resilience is, man, when I fall down or when I'm stretched or when I'm expanded, I can come back again. Resilience. See, and, and that's where sometimes people who have had hiccups in life, whether it be health or wealth or finances or God or whatever the case may be, you sometimes fall or things happen and, and trauma comes into your life and resilience is not a word. It's just like I just become, I must become victim to my circumstances. And I want you to understand this, that one of the R words that you got to capture in your life is resilience. Understand that resilience is powerful. Resiliency is powerful. Being able to be stretched and pulled and expanded and come back and say, look, I'm here again. Is that the best you've got? Resilience. The next is understanding about reliability. And this is important. Because when I tell people this about being reliable. I tell them that, listen, there are so many more people depending on you than just you, right? There are so many more people depending on you than just you. I think about just in my circle, my wife, my kids, my grandkids, my friends, my staff, my, my, my followers. It just, it extends out to, to such a wide swath of people that are depending on you. And reliability means that you can show up even when you don't feel like showing up. You have every right to call out sick, but you show up to work because you know the boss needs you because the other three employees have called out sick. Reliability is standing firm when, when everybody else is throwing in the towel. You're like, no, I'm standing here. I will stand behind my, my belief and convictions. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to throw in the towel. That's reliable. Reliability is if you're going to start something, don't quit it after the first three times. Do it a hundred times and see. Because once you start, you see, we always think about the following, the masses, the people, with the numbers, the algorithms, etc. But we forget about that one person in the Philippines that may be downloading your content. And they, they depend on it. They rely on it week after week. And then when you're here uh, hitting and missing and here, there, a little bit everywhere, and, and you're never reliable, people will never follow what you're talking about. They'll never believe in what you're saying because you're un 
reliable. Understand this, ladies and gentlemen, that reliability is powerful. When I go out to that vehicle in the morning and it's cold, I expect it to start. That's reliability. See, an unreliable vehicle is that the one that you got to put oil in before you start it. You got to put the coolant in. You got to jerk the battery cable. That You don't know if it's going to start or not. That's unreliable. But what we need in today's society is people who, they don't have to be fancy. They don't have to be extravagant. They don't have to be extracurricular. They don't have to be extraordinary. They just need to be reliable. And when you can find someone who's reliable, oh, how much you can set the cornerstone around that person. And I talk to those men and women who are incarcerated. I tell them that, listen, brother, you've got to be reliable. You, you get out, you get your freedom, and then you're, you're no longer reliable. We can't find you. We find you down at the crack house. We find you down at, on the corner with the homies, with the brown bag. We find you somewhere that's going to lead you back to where you came from. That's not reliable, bro. That's not reliability. And see, if, if we took it in the spirit realm, the Bible says that God yesterday, today, this, yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same. He's reliable. Very predictable. He's the same all the time. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. And so why shouldn't humanity strive to be, reliable, be a reliable people? If you're looking for a great R word, reliability is powerful. Look, man, you say, well, I, get, I, I, I can't find a job. And then you finally get one. Don't complain about the wages. Don't complain about the hours. Don't complain about the uniform. Don't complain about anything. Just show up regularly. You will, you will surpass 60% of the people just by showing up, just by being reliable. Am I talking to you? Yeah, so reliability is a, is a staple of life. I want to talk to you about being able to replace things in your life. Do you know that replacement, that's another R word, do you know that replacement is actually a thing? Like not everything that is with you now will be with you 10 years from now. You will have to replace it. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? Right? So the art of replacement is powerful. I told I told the men and women this past week, I said, do you know how how quick, what is the quickest time for one of the lakes on earth to replace itself to get new water in? What's the quickest time? They were giving me like five days, six days, seven days, 10 days, 15 days. Do you know it's 36 minutes? 36 minutes. The shortest replacement time for one lake is 36 minutes. And I said, do you know what the longest time is for replacement? 13,000 years for another lake. But replacement is essential. Not everything that's with you now will be with you 10 years from now. Not everything that's with you now will be with you 36 minutes from now. And you got to be you got to understand the art of, hey, look, I got to replace some things in my life. 
See, when I talk to those men and women who are incarcerated, I tell them, listen, you can't go out and pick up some of the same stuff that you had. You got to replace that stuff because that stuff is what got you in here in the first place. You got to you gotta be like that lake that's 36 minutes and says, hey, look, I got to get this old water out and get some new water in. Replacement. And don't be, and don't be hesitant to do that. Don't be hesitant to replace some concepts in your life. Don't be hesitant to replace some landmarks in your life. Don't be hesitant to replace some people in your life. The people who were my children's godparents years ago are no longer their godparents. I had to replace them. Why? Because the longer you live, the more you find out about people. And I realized I couldn't leave my children to those folks. You, you understand what I'm saying? So replacement is not something that you should shy away from. Replacement is powerful. It's a, it's, a, it's a way of life. You know, your body replaces cells over a period of time. It, it's essential. Replacement. Another R word that I talk about is you got to be resourceful. Now, you got to be resourceful and look for the right resources. See, because when I talk to the men and women in the jail, this is where this whole keynote speech comes from. I talk to them about, hey, look, you guys were resourceful at getting into things. You were resourceful for finding the latest parties. You were resourceful for finding the latest blow. You were resourceful for finding the latest honey. All of that. You were resourceful. But now, when you get out, you're going to have to be resourceful to maintain your freedom. See, when we talk about the stay free concept, those people who are free, it, 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 and, it, and it transcends whether you're incarcerated or anything like that. It, it transcends to people who are, who are not incarcerated. To maintain your freedom, you have to be resourceful. And you can't degenerate down to saying, I, I don't have any money this month. I'm going to go rob a bank. No, you get resourceful. You hold a yard sale. Right? You sell that old broken down car in the backyard for fifteen hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying? You you put something off on, on Facebook Marketplace. You become resourceful. And resourcefulness is a part of life to say, hey, listen, it may not have worked out exactly the way I wanted to this time, but I'll find another way to make it work. So if they hire you at Walmart and that's not the job you wanted, learn Walmart's system and manage the place. Resourcefulness. Resourcefulness says, hey, look, I, I'm not going to allow a block in the road, a dip in the, in the road, a hill or a valley or a crevasse to keep me from going forward or climbing higher. I will find a resource to get to my destination. Resourcefulness is powerful, ladies and gentlemen. And I challenge you tonight, the R words. That's what, what does the R mean? That's what Gangstar used to say. What does the R mean? Oh, no, was that... Was that Rakim? I think it was Rakim that said, what does the R mean? What does the R mean for you? What Are you resourceful? Or is, it, or is it at the first sign of calamity? Is it the first sign of a roadblock you quit? Or you give up? Resourcefulness is powerful. Here's one. In this life, whether incarcerated or not, whether a CEO or an entry-level worker, you've got to be rational. 
I was telling a story the other night about how when I was going to visit my homeboy Mike Black who just published his book The Journey of One Tortoise I went to his house I wanted to see his books take photos with them get a signed copy etc right and I was going to a place that I was not familiar with so when I was coming off the highway I was trying to check out the landscape on when I, what the on-ramp was going to be and somebody came behind me very fast and very upset laid on their horn because I was not going through what was a clear through thoroughfare right I did not know it I was looking at the stop signs on each side making sure I didn't have a stop sign I didn't want to get ran over so you know he was laying on his horn so much I said let me pull over to the side and let this brother go by I waved at him and said hey man bless you I hope you can get to wherever you're going rationale means not thinking or acting immediately off of impulse because sometimes our impulse our impulse reactions get us in trouble see I told them I asked them the other night hey listen if I gave you two cans of beans a gallon of water and a loaf of bread and I said I'm coming back in 30 days would you eat it all right now no why wouldn't you because you're coming back in 30 days I gotta make this last oh so you're saying you're got you've got to ration it helps. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You gotta rat so so being rational means hey look I don't make I don't have to make every decision right now. I don't have to do everything right at this moment. I don't have to respond immediately because I don't I may not have all the information. So let me be rational in my responses. I'm just trying to tell you that being rational is one of the R words. Last time I was with a group of people, I told them about the F words in free. F-R-E-E. -E. It's not up here. It's not on my shirt. It's just here <laughs> in my mind. So the R in free, one of the words is being rational. And when I talk to people who are incarcerated, I say, hey, listen, when you get out, you're going to have to be rational. You can't just, you can't just bam, split second. Oh, I got a short temper. This is just the way I'm made. I'm wired this way. No, 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 no. You're going to have to be rational. You're going to have to measure that, that personality out. And whether you're incarcerated or not, I think being rational works so much better than being irrational. Sure. I talked about also one of the R words is being right. See, here's the thing. Some people can't never be wrong. So when you hear that, it's like, yeah, I, I agree with you there, CL. I don't believe none of that other stuff you said, but I believe what you about being right. I'm right all the time. No, you ain't. Stop. Listen, that's not what we're talking about in the R words. Here's what the R word about right means. That whatever right is, let me find myself nestled in the pavilion of doing what's right. I don't always have to be right but help me to be on the side of right. You understand what I'm saying? And sometimes it's those things that are right that we sometimes get kickback from, that we, that we don't like because it makes us align to, a, to maybe a certain schematics that is not within our makeup. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, I, I, this is easy, but is it right? This is more profitable, but is it right? This gives me more satisfaction, but is it right? 
Am I, am I telling the truth? See, and we know that as human beings from, from, from coming out of our, our mother's belly and walking as a toddler around the house, we were taught what was right and wrong. We were taught right is not putting your hand on the stove. Right is not trying to climb up the stairs at one years old because you will fall down. Right is not talking to strangers. See, and those things govern us. But as we get older, it's like, no, 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 I'm only interested in me being right. Are you listening to a brother? No, no, no. It's not just about, about you being right. Because oftentimes we find when we really break out the electron microscope and we really peer down into it, my God, please help me to be right. And not that I have to be right, but let my actions, motives, and judgment be right. One of the last ones that we talk about is, one of the R words is, this is a love, I love this one. I posted this the other day. Y'all ready? Restraint. This is a powerful word. Restraint. It kind of is a cousin to rational. Restraining I told those people in the jail the other night, I said, listen, when you were brought to this place, you were brought in a restraint. You came to a place that is designed around restraints. You live in a facility that houses you under the banner of restraint. You eat in restraint. You sleep in restraint. And yet when you get out, you lose all restraint. Ladies and gentlemen, some of the greatest freedom you'll ever have is when you can master the art of restraint. I'll smile on that one because it's true. And we have a tendency as human beings to say, let me do it my way. Let me do what feels good. Can I, can I break it down to you? I went to a restaurant. My wife and I went to a waterfront restaurant yesterday, as is our custom. And I said, okay, I'm going to eat what's, what's on plan. I'm not going to eat nothing crazy. Ain't even eat no fried foods. I, I'm, I don't want any processed foods. I'm going to eat right. So I got some broiled shrimp, got some boiled, uh, what was that? Broccoli, not broccoli, but spinach, and whatever them long things are. I forget what they're called, the green long things. <laughs> this is how bad my memory is. Asparagus, yes. I got I got some, some of those, some spinach, and some shrimp. And when they brought it out, I was like, where's the rest of it? Now my wife, She's not on the same plan as me. She got sweet potato fries and a Philly cheesesteak. Her Philly cheesesteak was massive. Her fries were falling over her plate. And I get like seven shrimp, a little, a little daub of spinach, and three <laughs> asparagus. And I'm just like, so who's supposed to wear the rest of it? You bringing this out in courses or what? And so after we finished, 
the lady comes by, as is their custom, could I interest you all in some dessert? I said, what do you have? <laughs> do you have some sugar-free dessert? She says, we've got key lime pie. Now, anyone who knows me will know that key lime pie is my ultimate weakness. Key lime pie ranks up there with heaven on earth. I could just imagine the tartness in the back of my jaws as I bit into that succulent piece of key lime pie with a daub of whipped cream. Are you feeling what the brother is putting down, right? I could just, I imagined it and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking about maybe because I've done so well, this is day 35 with no sugars and people are already saying, hey, look, man, we're noticing things that you're doing and you're looking smaller and on and on and on. And I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I deserve it. <coughs> I had almost talked myself into it. until I realized that I've worked so hard to come this far, but I've got so much further to go. It's not time to demonstrate lawlessness. It's not time to let my hair down just because I've seen a bit of progress. So I told the lady, because my wife wanted, um, she wanted cheesecake. She got her cheesecake. She's not on the same plane as me. And I said, you know what? If I eat that key lime pie, it might throw me off. So I'm going to practice restraint. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Dustin. I want a key lime pie. Buy the key lime pie too. And 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 when I said no to that opportunity to say yes nobody was watching I wasn't live on Facebook I still could have eaten that piece and probably walked it off but restraint became a bedfellow restraint became my companion and if you want to know about one of the most powerful R words there is. Restraint is one of them. To where when you could do a thing, you don't do a thing. In spite of there being maybe no real consequences. You understand? Restraint says I see a $20 bill on an office table that is uninhabited. The table is uninhabited and the $20 bill doesn't seem to belong to nobody. You short on gas for that week. Oh, how that $20, the Lord just bless me. No, the Lord is saying use restraint because that don't belong to you. How many of us have given in to our otherwise ferocious appetites for something? and then only live in the 24-hour cycle of regret because we had no restraint. See, restraint is not the forcible handcuffs on the people that I talk to in the jail. Restraint is not the cinder block walls that house them behind a steel door 
that I, those people that I talk to every month. Restraint is not the steel doors on the female block that the females stay in or the wooden doors at the top that the females stay in. It's not that restraint. Restraint is when you can say no to you and still be okay. Restraint is powerful. And many people struggle with that word restraint. And I want you to know that those are the R words that we talked about. We talked about them at the Craven County Jail, talked about them in our keynote speech, and we're talking to you tonight. I'm sharing them with you because I just, I just don't want people to think that what we do at the jail is some sort of some sort of novelty. We believe that God's going to open up the door for every jail and prison in this state for us to take our state-free message to. That's how serious we are about it. And I want you to understand this, that your help is so important to us. We've told you a couple weeks ago about how you can become a sponsor to help us get to more incarcerated facilities. All you got to do is go to clkingspeaker.com. And if you want to become a sponsor and sponsor some of these events, we'd love to have you. It really matters to us, the coalition that we're forming, because it's not by some big corporate sponsor that we get to go do this. It is truly by the people who believe in, hey man, we can't go to the jail. We can't go to the prison, but you can. You For some reason, you seem to want to go. Yeah, I told him that. I said, you know, I might cancel my 2024 corporate calendar and just come to the jails all the time. And we would love to have you help us do that. So anyway, that's what the R words are. The R words in free. F-R-E-E. -E. Next two months, I'll be dealing with the two E's of how you stay free. And the thing I love about the Stay Free campaign, it is not just designed for people that are incarcerated. Think about think about restraint in your life. I bet you that next time you go to get that uh, key lime pie and you over you over budget on your weight waistline, you may use a little bit of restraint. See, because we, we justify ourselves based off of our particular mood. I feel a certain way, so I deserve it. Right? I'm depressed, so restraint is out the window. Hey, let me tell you something. Restraint is something that you need 24-7, seven days a week. All right, so that's it for us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow night, look for a great interview with my friend Josh. I'm going to put, yeah, clkingspeaker.com. I will, brother. I'll do that right now just so you can have it. www. CL King Speaker. Is that it? Yeah, CL King Speaker. I'm flying solo tonight, so I don't have anybody. I don't have any of our team on. I just wanted to come on and bless you guys with the R word. So there it is, CLKingSpeaker.com. If you would like to become a sponsor and help us go to more jails, I'm telling you what, there's some overtures that we have received that are pretty exciting that could be, you know, of a major consequence. I'm talking about statewide ramifications for us to go to prisons and jails. So just be in prayer for us. We're going whether they, whether the funds are there or not. We're just, God said go, so that's what we're going to do. Matthew says go. Visit me. Give me clothes. Give me a drink of water. 
and uh, visit me in prison. So that's what I'm going to do. So anyway, that's it for tonight. Thank you so much. And tune back in tonight. I wanted to tell you who our guest is tomorrow night, just so you can see and that you can come back tomorrow so you don't have to listen to me tomorrow night. You'll, we will have an amazing guest. I got to make sure that I got his full name. Uh, his name is Josh. And y'all looking at me like, where, where's, what's the rest of his name? I'm like, well, I got to look it up because I don't remember. I don't hardly remember anything anymore. <laughs> his name is Josh. Just come back for Josh. Let me tell you something. Josh has experienced so much thing, so many things in his life. He was incarcerated, and now he has turned his whole life upside down. Professional speaker, ma master martial artist, uh, business mogul, and he he really and his life story is amazing. How many times he was incarcerated? How many times he was thrown in jail? How many times he failed at everything? And God gave him an open door. And when he walked through that last open door, man, it was unbelievable. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, right here on Impact Life 24-7. And uh, we look forward to seeing you then. Thank you so much for listening, y'all. Have a good night.